You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show, episode number two. On today's episode, we talk about our family's journey into minimalism and the three big mindset shifts we had to get us here. Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Wannabe Minimalist Show. I'm your host, Deanna Yates. Today, I'm diving into my journey with minimalism and how my family and I quite literally packed our way to a new mindset. It all started about six years ago. I was working from my home office when I looked down at my then six-week-old daughter who had just dozed off in my lap. In that moment, an idea that would change my life hit me like a ton of bricks. Since my husband and I were both working from home, we could be anywhere in the world as long as we had a strong internet connection. What followed after that morning was our first stab at minimalism. After almost a year of planning and just after our daughter's first birthday, we became those people who sold everything and set out to travel the world. All we had left to our names were the suitcases we traveled with and the family heirlooms packed into one five foot by eight foot U-Haul U-Box. Only we failed. Six months into traveling, we moved back to the U.S. and settled into what most people would call normal life. While traveling had been great, the stress of running a business and raising a baby became way too much when we added new cities to explore and no support system to fall back on. We rebounded and purchased a house full of stuff and toys that we had felt our daughter might have been missing out on. We thought perhaps it was the American dream we had been searching for, and having a home filled with things was what was going to make us happy. But can you guess what happened? Yep, that home full of stuff felt wrong too. But to make matters worse, I took on a full-time job as a property manager of a brand new 300-unit building in downtown Chicago in order to pay for all of this new stuff and the life we thought we wanted. But we were more stressed out than ever. Someone else was raising our daughter, our schedules were chaotic, and I burnt myself out so badly it took over a year to dig myself out. The only thing we could think of to do was to travel again but this time we wised up and we didn't sell everything. Instead, we put our stuff in storage and completed our goal of traveling for a year. It turned out to be the perfect thing for us. The funny thing is, it wasn't really about the traveling, but the ability to get back to basics and focus on what matters most to us. That's time with family, experiences over stuff, space to think, and trying new things. And while we spent five months traveling around Europe and then seven settled down in Munich, Germany, this can be done from anywhere. I promise you don't have to quit your job, sell everything you own, and alienate those around you just to try on minimalism. But more on that in just a minute. For us, settling down in one spot on our year of traveling turned out to be the perfect thing. 
by living a more quote unquote normal life, we caused our mindsets to shift. My top three mindset shifts were one, that we really could be happy with bare essential home goods and only a suitcase of personal items like clothing and toiletries. We will be right back. And now back to the show. When we were away, I rarely thought of the stuff that was sitting in our storage unit back in Chicago. I did not need that stuff to function on a daily basis. And I learned to live, dress, and even cook with less. Number two, almost everything you need can either be rented or purchased used. This is better not only for the environment, but also for your mental clutter. For instance, we taught our daughter to ski in the Bavarian Alps. Super cool, right? But we were able to rent all of the ski equipment we needed and purchased our clothing secondhand. If she hated it, at least we had not invested too much money in it, and we knew that we weren't going to be there forever. Another example are library books. In Munich, we made bi-weekly trips to the library, so we always had new books to read together. And yes, they did have English books at the public library. And number three, the most important mind shift was that the grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. Everything in life has pros and cons. There will always be some things you like and some things you dislike, no matter what your circumstances. As humans, we have a tendency to romanticize the unknown while doing our best to avoid change. It makes no sense. But being able to realize that everything has good things and bad things about it makes it so much easier to be happier with where we are in life. We no longer long for something different because we know that we'd also have some new things we liked about it and some things that we missed. This was such a freeing concept. With these three mind shifts, we stopped our travels and we're now back in the U.S. We made the conscious decision to end our traveling so we could start our daughter in elementary school and moved to sunny Southern California. We're currently working through all of the stuff we accumulated in the years before this last one, and these are the lessons I will be sharing on the Wannabe Minimalist Show. Living with less stuff, chaos, and clutter for the past year firmly planted our feet in the we-want-to-embrace-minimalism camp, but I know that if I start out too extreme, it won't stick, just like a yo-yo diet. Instead, we are embracing this thought of practical minimalism with our family. This is the mind shift toward minimalism and exploring how to live with only the things that bring you happiness, meaning, or that are useful that I want to share with you. That's what we'll be exploring on this podcast, and I can't wait to go on this journey together. If you found this helpful, I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast or newsletter at littlegreenbow.com backslash subscribe. I have a ton of freebies, including a free 30-day simplicity calendar that I think you will love. Next week on the podcast, we'll be discussing five unique strategies to decluttering your stuff quickly and easily. You won't want to miss it. See you then. So this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye just yet. Head over to my website at littlegreenbow.com for tons of great resources, freebies, courses, and a link to join my free wannabe minimalist group on Facebook. Let's tackle this thing together. And if you love this episode, it would be really helpful if you left a rating and a review so more families can find the show too. You're awesome. Thanks and see you next week.